Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. Uh, thank you for jo- joining me on yet another episode. Um, welcome to 2023. This is 2023. So this is officially the first recording of this new year. And it comes with a new uh, a sense of urgency. Um, I Right now, I'm, what's present within me is a... Uh, a sense of discipline, um, intention. Um, so I want to explore what that looks like a little bit and what's been showing up for me. Um, so I'm excited to be able to go on this journey um, and do it um, with the proper intention um, to kick off the start of this new year. But before we go any further, I obviously, as always, I want to acknowledge the two beautiful communities um, to which I'm happy to be a proud uh, member of. The first is Breathe Life, which is Um, a movement here in Miami, Florida, where we come together as a community and we hold space and we take over, um, take over venues throughout the city and pour in consciously and lovingly meditate and go through psychology experiences and exercises. And then that of Headcase, which is my online community, an online community that originated probably about a month and a half ago. And since then, it's been a consistent practice of of showing up and and having the, and creating um, things and resources and tools of value for those people who are, are a part of that community. So, um, if you're one of um, if you're part of one of or both of these communities, I welcome you to this space. I welcome this energy to this space. Um, and then third, I want to I want to just welcome my podcast community, my podcast community. You guys listening to me right now. Um, for wherever you are, wherever you're tuning in, wherever you're landing in from, I appreciate you. I am so grateful to be able to be entrusted with a little bit of space that I'm given. Um, I know podcasts is a way of connecting and, and, and seeing one another and feeling seen or feeling as if there's things that could be said that resonate with you at home. And for whatever reason, there's something in my journey and my approach and my way of being that resonates, but I know it still takes intention and effort. So I celebrate you. I salute you. I'm I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful. So thank you. You know, I said at the beginning, um, you know, I want this first podcast episode for the new year to be about some of the things that are showing up for me and what I want to create and co-create and manifest in my life in general. You know, I think I'm one of those individuals who don't necessarily wait to the end of the year or the beginning of a new year to reflect and to look at ways I can be better and do better. I think it's one of those things that I take one day at a time. Um, I, you know, evaluate my way of being in that day 
and and use that and and measure that with my intention and how I want to go about my life and usually I have different points where I check in throughout the year so usually the end of the year doesn't really have any massive significance other than the same significance as each day and each month but it still carries a sense of newness right it'd be hard not to um, land on that with all the holidays and the time off and the breaks and stuff like that and the changes in schedules and you're seeing the energy in your clients and people within your community um, change or have some resonance to being a new year so it's hard not to find that vibe to feel that vibe and I think you know I as I re, as I reflect upon all the things I'm grateful for um, for this past year the things that I've been able to manifest for myself and for my family. Um, the things that, the intentions that I set that were stretchy, um, uncomfortable, outside of the comfort zone. Um, I'm also proud of the failures, the mistakes, the shortcomings, right? The challenges, um, you know, the triggers that um, connected to traumas, like everything that I went through. And upon reflection, I'm, I'm grateful for all of it. I know it's in some way played a powerful role in loving me to who I am today. So I'm grateful. And as I look forward, forward, you know, um, to this, not just this next year, but this next life for me, this next day, this next week, this next month, you know, I, you know, I, I'm really drawn to trying to create more of an opportunity to be even more intentional. I find myself to be someone that would define himself as being intentional, but even to take it up a level, take it up a notch or a level. When I think about the things that I want to create, the things I want to align, the opportunity, the experiences, the things that I want to do, it requires the next level of Fahim. This standard of discipline is is great for what I have now or where I am now. This standard of hard work and commitment and resilience is great for what I have now, where I am now. Um, but if I'm inspired to reach new heights, I have to operate things differently. You know, what I find so interesting about change in goals or success or is that there's sometimes in conversation, and I hear it even in my voice, but but I hear it often in my clients, is that there's almost like an entitlement to change. There's almost like an entitlement to I mean, obviously everything in life changes, it's the only constant, but it's almost like an entitlement to life evolving the way in which you intended to evolve without your concerted effort or willingness to be uncomfortable or courageous. There's almost like this sense of entitlement that comes with by merely stating a goal, it'll manifest, it'll happen. You don't have to step outside of the things that, um, the areas of comfort. You don't have to continue to evolve or challenge or find those rough spots and make them smooth. You can just by mere mentioning this goal, it'll co-create, you'll co-create that experience and it'll align itself. You don't have to do the legwork. You don't have to put the effort in. You don't have to be up nights and up early in the morning. You don't have to run against the resistance of people saying that you shouldn't think that big or dream that big. You don't have to meet any moment of challenge. It'll just manifest itself. And even if you don't have a relationship with manifestation, if you look at your habits, your habits would indicate that you either do or you think that something's going to magically appear out of nowhere because there's really no change in your behaviors or your characteristics or your traits or your habits or your actions. But there's this belief that things will just be different this time next year. You know, I never forget the first time I heard this um, 
someone said, don't tell me what someone said bad about me. Tell me why they felt comfortable telling you. And I thought it was so powerful that I've used it in, in a multitude of just different contexts. I've used it um, when it comes to team dynamics, whether it's working with professional collegiate teams or working in corporate structure. You know, don't tell me about the people who are cancers or who are funguses in your culture to what you're trying to establish. Tell me why they feel like they can coexist within the culture that you've established. And I was having a, a conversation with the people close to me in my life who, you know, they say that your life will reflect the five people you spend the most amount of your time around. I think that number is even smaller. Who are the one or two people that you're around the most? And where were they when you committed to what you wanted to breathe life into, the things that you wanted to do, the things that you wanted to co-create? You know, I was having a conversation with my wife and I told her, I, I, you know my goals, you know the things I feel called to do and pour into this world more than anyone. Hold me to that standard. And I think we as a community, as a couple, but also as a community, I think we have to do a very intentional job with holding each other to that standard. I find because the world is always going, it's so easy to get wrapped up in our own layers of existence that we end up allowing those people that we love the most to fall short of those commitments or those goals or those ways of being without challenging them, without making them feel uncomfortable not accomplishing those things. You know, so I told my wife, I said, you know my list, and if not, I'll plaster my list in specific detail. And if you see me falling short of those daily habits and patterns, if you see me falling short of those weekly commitments, challenge me on it. Let's not create an environment or a relationship that makes excuses comfortable. And I'm not saying we have that. But do it in a very loving but firm way, because just as she has things that are important to her, there are certain habits within her nature, behaviors and, and thoughts and, and ways of limiting being that she's developed and cultivated that aren't going to change overnight. So this new commitment, this new version, this elevated version is something that's going to have to be supported by people within her direct community, i.e. me and people within the family. And I think about like to feel to feel called to something is a very motivating driving force. But I find that it's not an, it's not enough to just be called to show up in life or in, in your work a certain way. You know, you need some of the disciplines and intentions and commitments and, and the unwavering resilience, those things that we don't talk about as often, but we hear. And I couldn't help but think about like this last year, how, yeah, there's a lot I did well. There's a lot of commitments I did meet, but there are also a lot of disciplines that I let go of. And I'm at a point in my life where, you know, I'm at a point in my life where that's no longer enough. That's no longer acceptable. That's no longer something that I can talk my way out of. And I want to make sure that I'm making it hard for myself to talk myself out of it. I'm, I'm speaking my commitments into my community, into my friend groups, into my pre-life or headcase. I'm making it known. 
I'm asking people who I respect and trust to challenge me when they see me falling short of that. I'm also working on the things that I'm embodying every day. Don't tell me your goals, show me what you do every day, right? So what are those disciplines? Where are those commitments? I truly believe that there are certain things that if I do consistently and if I have a certain level of discipline, they'll get me to where I feel inspired or called to. But I have to be disciplined with doing them. And I find that my challenge amongst millions is that carving out the time it takes to invest in those things, carving out the time it takes to invest in the things that I know will be catalysts to the next level, but aren't necessarily something that's being prioritized in the here and now. So these short-term, what seems to be important goals at the moment supersede the long-term goals of where I feel like I'm being called or, draw, or driven towards. So therefore I'm not able to be consistent or I lack consistency. So one of the things that I'm gonna to commit to is identifying, and I did this, and I and I encourage you if you if you struggle for something that you want to be more intentional about, if you had to take your goals, if you had to take what you want to accomplish, if you had to take where you want to see yourself being this time next year and reverse engineer it, who would you need to be? Who would you need to? What would you need to do? What would your week need to look like? What would your day need to look like? Where are the non-negotiables that you need to commit to in order to show up fully in your life? show up fully in your week, show up fully in your month. Because this change that we believe that we've thrown call for, this thing that's shifting and moving that we feel is just going to magically appear, isn't going to appear without our intention and our awareness. So there's a number of disciplines and commitments that I'm going to breathe into this new year. And you'll notice them. Some you won't. But I think I've come to realize that I'm at a point now in my life where obviously I know it all falls on me as it should, as it falls on each and every one of us. We're responsible for what we do and how we show up in this world. And because of that, I'm no longer in the position where I'm willing to excuse myself out of the potential greatness, the potential work. Case in point, one of the things that I want to do, one of the commitments that I'm making is expanding my podcast and really creating like an inter, like an interviewing element to my podcast, bringing other spirits and other personalities who contribute fully on this space that can contribute to our community. Um, I already have the tagline for it and everything, but following through on that, setting the time, reach out to those people who inspire me within and outside of this community. Organize it. Learn a new element. Okay, well, how am I going to go about that? What's that going to look like? What platform do I use? Right? It's just another step. And because it's another step, it usually gets left behind. Another commitment. Fin finalize and finish this last leg of this book I have written on. Uh, had intention of writing. It's been something that I've been pouring into for the last year, year and a half. Finish it. Steadfast, govern self. So I know that a tremendous amount of 2023, I pray God allows me to see every 365 will have a tremendous impact on my ability to be disciplined. 
And when I think about what I want to create here within this community is that same level of care, love, support, but also accountability. Because I, I, I want you to show up and experience life to its fullest. And I think it's not a think, study show, science show that majority of us walking and existing in this world are just merely existing in jobs that we don't find fulfilling, in relationships that we find absent, in life that we find more numbing than connected and engaged. So my call is to lead my life by an example, not be a hypocrite, be a person with an integrity, be integrous, be clear about what my goals, be specific, communicate them to my community, to the masses, so I'll share, I'll come up here and I'll share it challenge myself to be better every day. You guys are a part of that challenge. So I want to start the new year with a loving energy of intention and discipline because I truly believe that this year will be the biggest yet. See ball, think ball.